0: Okay, so... Yes, we're in the sphere now. We're in the sphere now. And for those... I mean, anybody who's here, obviously, it's okay. Listening to music, as yes, is a music... A uh, music... Habura, I, right? I asked Rabbi, I think already two years ago.
1: No, I'm going to preface this. You asked him during COVID. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, did.
0: Did I? no, he
1: asked
2: <laughs> <laughs> <No>, her. <answered. laughs> no, no, he no, but he, he, he gave, gave
0: some gedarm.
2: Yeah. I'm not going to you
0: about the gedarm mark, whether i follow him or not, but he definitely gave some gedarm, and he said... There is, there is uh, what to be leaning we with. I know, I know. Once he did that, <laughs> <then blew laughs> I threw everything that. open. I, I, I it. wasn't there. I was sick as a dog. But anyway, so he did give me some of the Gudaram, so I kept to it a little bit. So I needed an extra seat out the Dishmaya. And so I went on Spotify. I really only somehow, as I don't know how it happened, I went to like one, almost ba- one place. I tried one thing, I'm like, mm. I don't think the new Isharibo is appropriate right now. Um, I mean, actually, it is, but at the same time, it's not. It came
1: out like a w- little while ago, right? A few weeks yeah. ago. I heard it live. Yeah. In Mexico. Ooh. Cool.
0: Cool. Fancy. Probably sounds better when he's in Earth, Israel, though. But anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we're going to do a song. It's a uh, it's a song that that connects to, the, to, to this man. It's a it's a journey song. It's A.B. Rottenberg. I hope you've listened to his stuff. I mean. Uh, I mean we he can he can he can take your emotions and he can if you uh, if you pay if you listen to the words and you hear the wor- and you hear the and you hear the music behind it it's uh, it's a, it's masterful. So Moshe sent out the words. You have the word. You yeah, sent it out. What, yeah, so everybody, I mean anybody who's any shy, has the journey. David Rodmer probably heard this whole CD already. Maybe hasn't heard every single word, but we're going to listen to from the ashes. Um,
1: I don't think I've ever listened to his music. What? I don't think I've to the- No, if you
0: have to say the words. You might start crying. So you can turn the lights off a little bit so people can feel free to. Uh, <laughs> we put a box of tissues here, maybe. I think
1: you're better to listen to this whole, all five journey
3: CDs. Yeah.
0: And um, so it's very shaykh to this man we're in, for multiple reasons, as everyone understands. There was just, uh, you know, Yom Hashoah, and uh, so listen, we'll see what we can uh, glean in a deeper way. Nope. That's it. And the
3: Maccabees.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, he sings with
0: Or they sing with him. Yeah. Okay, so if you have the words, it's Kedai. Most of them you can hear, but it's still Kedai's.
3: sugar cubes or anything they could find, making trades, taking chances at unproven skills. Each penny slowly invested and saved, a form of revenge to rebuild.
2: They rose from the
3: They suffered in silence, yet lived in defiance. The flame
1: that defines us will
0: never go out. No, what do you think? First time I a words. It's a great it's a good question from how did he get up from the dust <clears throat> I was thinking about the difference between dust what's dust dust is like ash it's it's burned up you can't nothing can grow from dust versus dirt dirt you can grow from at least might be dirty might be muddy but if you put a seed in dust in dirt it grows but dust ash you can't grow anything from that so how 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 did they get up? And we see also, interestingly enough, at this, at this, in this song, the whole, the whole song is it's clearly a Holocaust song. It's also, it could be referencing a lot of our history, obviously. And at the end, we stood by a mountain as our nation was founded. It's true. What, what real shaykh is to the song here? It was going clear the whole time and then going back in history a few thousand years. So we, uh, we're we in a very interesting period now. We'll start with the most current, and then we'll work our way back. <clears throat> Lately, unfortunately, and I don't even hear, uh, I hear like 10% of what's going on, just in general, in the world, in the Jewish world, so I don't even know if what's, there's much probably more, unfortunately, than I've heard, but uh, the terror, the tragedies that have happened recently, I've. I mean, Rebbe mentioned it over Pesach. I don't think I even really knew about it. Um, then I found out about it. This is, uh, and it's been a few things I heard. There's a lot going on at this period. If we go a little bit further back in time, but it's the same as man, so the 27th of Nisan, which also I just found out, I didn't know that. What's the 27th of Nisan? Yom HaShoah which is a fascinating uh, day. I mean, we always kept it in high school, right? Yeah, that was always a big day. But after that, it kind of fell by the wayside. I went to yeshivas, and you know, what exactly happened over there? Just agav, that was very interesting. <clears throat> you know the history behind it? That's what? The history behind the day. So I'll just tell you what I saw online. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you uh, if this really what happened, but <clears throat> there was a group in Israel that, that survived, And they wanted to make A memorial day For the day This is what they said For the day that the The Warsaw ghetto uprising started They wanted to make it on I think the 14th or the 15th of Nissan. 15th of Nissan, sorry, Pesach This is what they Not so from potentially This is what they wanted And um, It was a fight back and forth Pesach Not so posh The government At that time Or whatever they were It wasn't Haredi but still, Pesach's Pesach. They went to the Chazanish. Chazanish was very against. You can't make, you can't make such a, a, a memorial during Nisan. In Nisan, we don't have enough tachin, It's also to make a Someone on our show passed away. And we couldn't make any Espeyden. <clears throat> so he said he wouldn't allow it. So the compromise was, the government decided, a week after Pesach. So they weren't going to desecrate Pesach, but it's, not, it's still in Nisan. Because of that, a lot of Rabbanim never signed off on it. They're not against remembering what happened. They're, they're, they're products. They might even come from that place.
1: They wanted to be on Tisha What? They, they sort
0: of wanted to be It could be to put it all together. There was, I think, of Solvichik said such a thing. Put it all together. But anyway, so therefore a lot of Rabbanim never signed off on it in, in, in the very firm Welt. And therefore it always has this like weird, do we hold of it, do we don't hold of it? Of course we hold of remembering, but maybe not in <coughs> Nissan. I thought, that was, uh, I thought that was very, very interesting. <coughs> so, before that even, during the Sura, we have the Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva, which we're, which we're mourning right now. Right, tomorrow there's a lot of there's a, lot of a terim, but we're mourning, we're in a mourning period. And before the Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva, <clears throat> it was the Sura. It was the time that Klaus Olaf Mitzrayim until we got the turn, show us. So all these, right? That was the first. Tamidun Rebbe came a few hundred years later. Yom HaShoah, that morally came a few hundred years later. And then even what's going on now, the terror that happens during this time. So it's a very interesting thing because, really, this period of time, after we left Mitzrayim, until till, till Sheolah was supposed to be more of an uplifting, an up, upbeat type time. Ramban even writes... The time between Pesach and Shavuos is, is like one long Cholom Pesach and Shavuos is like Sukkot and Sheminyat Saras. Which happens to be Sukkot and Sheminyat Saras are is within seven days. And Pesach and Shavuos are seven weeks. A lot of comparisons. But it's like one long Cholom It was supposed to be an uplifting time. We're, we're marching towards Har Sinai to get the Torah. But it became this quasi mourning period for all time. Talmudim of Kiva, Yom HaShoah. So how do we understand what's going on over here? Where did this quasi morning come from? It seems to be very off. Baruch could have decided anything. He could have made, you know, tell me the keep Kiva die, you know, from during the three weeks. It would have made more sense. After Pesach, after Shavuos, What's what's going on now? maybe. The the little that I know. Okay, i should be about this more. But the Arizal, the Arizal writes that by this, the Leel Seder, people probably heard this, that there's an, an explosion that happens in the Leel Seder. Mohen the Godless, a Kaddish Baruch Hu allows there to be an explosion in a person. That there's some opening, Godless, Godless Mochen, expanded consciousness, as they'll define nowadays. But then right afterwards. After the first Seder, we have two Sadarim. The Baruch takes it all away, and we go to Mohem the We become small, constricted minds, until we get to Shavuos, where things then reopen. <clears throat> so when a person has this state of godless, this state of expanded consciousness, he has a very deep understanding of something, and then he loses it at the shtickle morning. Right? When you're, you were once in a state of godless and now you're in a state of cutness, smallness, there's a mourning, there's an availus over that state of godless. Is it a real mourning? Did anybody really die? No, you didn't really <clears throat> die. It's going to come back, but for this time period there's a cutness from what was godless and what will be a godless. There's like the valley in between. It's a big low. It reminds me a little bit of the, of the sugya of the shirsa kalim, the beginning of time, before time, where the light was just coming into the world. There was no world, there was no nothing Gashmi, just nothing. Was before even Gashmi. But whatever that means, the light, the, the re- revelation of Eloqus of godliness that was slowly constricting itself until the world was going to come to a physical world. But there was too much light for the vessels and they shattered the vessels. And then Akkadashbuh had to reorganize, restructure, and of course he did that purposely. And they had to restructure and reorganize the Kalim and the light so that the light could fit into the kalim properly and there could be a world. Very, 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 very times a thousand b- basic understanding of that. It's like a shveris a when you go from godless to godless. So by the night of Yitzhi Mitzrayim when a Kodesh Baruch who came in mamish into Mitzrayim and he was setting all this up. the Sardai, of right? He was setting it all up. We knew it was the Yad Hashem. But when he came in by Makas Bechoros he came into that place and there was a Hashros HaShchina it was a Gilei as we say on Lel Seder it was an explosion of a, of, a, of a moon there was a revelation of that which we believed was unfathomable that we're in a place of 210 years slaves to ever get out of this place that there really is a Rabboni Shalom there really wasn't Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov we'd heard the stories Right? They were always telling me stories about Avram and but really? In this place, 210 years, we're slaves. It's not happening. So, Klaus, it wasn't like they were going to, you know, Eishatar workshops and building their Muna slowly but surely. It was one boom, it was an explosion that night. A mochan de But they get out. They leave, they go to the Midbar. First of all, the Midbar is not such a happy place. Then they get chased by the Mitzram. Then they have to jump at the Yamsov. Then they get attacked. or Then they don't find water. Then they get attacked by a Moloch. Then they're cranky. Then th- so the march towards... The march towards Harsinai wasn't mm-hmm. such a, a happy time. It was like a quasi-morning. Getting attacked we're all over the place. We're going towards Harsinai. Guys, we're going to Disney World. You tell the kids, you're driving to Disney World. Kevalt. It's amazing. How many... Are we there yet? I gotta go to the bathroom. Princes get her elbow on me. Hey, the whole way down the journey there's a cottonless. Ah, in the house there's a godless because it's your house, it's comfortable. We're going to Disney World, there's a godless. But the journey, the journey comes with a lot of Katniss. A lot of Katniss. <laughs> what happened to the amuna? What happened to that explosion of amuna that they had by Yisrael Mitzrayim that night? Let us say there, are was an explosion, like the night. It was so much Amuna, The night became day. It was like they saw it, like broad daylight. What happened? Where we did it all go? So when a Kodesh came to Mitzrayim, and He took us out of Mitzrayim, it was all Yisarisa the It was all a Kodesh doing. We were not proper kalim yet for that which we experienced. It was almost like a forced emuna. Right? He said, here I am. We're like, oh. It's like the Sugif, right? Everybody knows. If, if there wouldn't be, if a Kaddish Baruch would reveal himself, there'd be no Bechira. Right? That's, that's the whole Indian with Aro and a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And you had to give him Bechira, to harden his heart. Because if a Kaddish Baruch Hu would reveal himself, how could you not follow him? There'd be no Schavah Onesh, and the whole world would go out the window. Because what's the Tachlis? But a Kaddish Baruch Hu did it for a moment. For a moment, he gave, he gave Kalei no chance for Bechira, pure amuna. But that's not how the world was created. That's not how the world is a So Kodesh immediately pulled it back. Midbar, Amalek, Kresyam, Cranky, no water. The amuna wasn't internalized. It wasn't Shaykh. It wasn't, that wasn't their madreig at that point. It wasn't like they lost something that they had. They never really had it. It was a glimpse. It was like, the mushroom when a person's lost in the forest, and there was a, a lightning strike, and for that moment you could see there's a house in the distance. But it's only for a moment. Then it's dark again. And they had to go groping through the darkness to get to that house, whatever you saw. The way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu seems to be <clears throat> that He gave us to internalize Emuna Is when we got the Torah in Harsinai When we got the Torah and Harsinai And we were then Zoha To Mechabah the Torah To keep Torah mitzvahs To live a life of Torah To learn Torah All aspects of what the Torah gave us At that point We could internalize our Emunah That which we got as a glimpse in Mitzrayim and take it away from us, it can be worked on and built and internalized and acquired through the Torah. The, and all that it is, not just about learning Torah, living it, keeping the Mitzvah, being a Kabbalah, even if you don't, you're not perfect, but believing in it. This is the Ratzah Hashem. This is what He wants from us. This is a revealed, it's not just a glimpse anymore. This is the revealed. Rots on the will, and moon is all in there. Anoche Shemelokecha, that's the first of the Dibras. All of Torah comes from Anoche Shemelokecha. And when we kept the Torah and we got, then the whole journey made sense. Then the amuna kicked in, and then we can live life back with the godless, an internalized godless. And that's what we're doing during this period. During this fear period, we we had a gevuldik yontif Pesach, and then we're going down in the valley, and we're working day by day, day by day, chesed shabachesed, gurush shabachesed, to acquire the proper kalem in order to now receive the Torah, because we were just it was an explosion. There was no it was we just light without kelim. You can't just have water without it without a cup. It's not going to last. It's just going to spill out. <coughs> so during sure we we're building the cups, and now Hakadosh Baruch Hu could pour the water back in. So this man that should have been filled with excitement and hope, we're going to Disney World, we're going to get the Torah, but the only way to truly receive the Torah is to go through the continents. It's, it's part of the derech. It has to be done this way. Because that's the only way you could truly build the Kelam. That's how you build a Ne'emanus. Kodesh Baruch Hu says, believe in me, trust in me. Look, here I am. Marcus Becheros. Here I am. Klai says, of course, of course we trust in you. That's not real. Right? If a person comes and says, I'll give you all the money in the world today, you'll believe in him. But if he tells you, you know, you got to wait some odd days, wait 50 days, trust in me. It's not, it's not real yet. You got to wait. And it's dafko. Through difficulties It's dafka mm-hmm. through That you prove your ne'em You prove your That you believe Right? Because if it would just be Okay, there was a glimpse By Yitzhak Mitzrayim And then just wait And we'll give it back to you By Harsinai And there's no real work in between You're just like Sitting on a couch waiting what, what did you prove? What, why now Is the Torah An internalized Acquired emunah? It's not You didn't do anything The period has to have Unfortunate, unfortunate tragedies. Yet we say no, we still trust in the Kaddish Baruch. Hu. The world is filled with sadness, ups and downs, big, small. But when a person holds on through the thick, through the difficulties, he's, he's building his amuna. And then the Torah becomes that culmination. So Rabbi Kiva, he lost his Talmud during this time. Because there was a Zvan of Katnas. Kiva had to lose his Talmidim And why did he lose them? Bad Midas Bad Kalim So this is a period of time That we work on these Inyanim These Midas These Kalim So that the light of Torah can come in Der HaKeretz Torah And Rabbi Kiva Rose from the ashes 24,000 Chorben Beis HaMegdash Life's over for Klai's Klai's thought they were done Game over and then Rabbi Akiva comes into the world not, not, not much longer Not much later He comes into the world 24,000 Talmidim He rebuilds all of Torah He rebuilds the whole thing They Kalal said There's hope for us And then 24,000 That's hard to Massive 20, Like 6 million 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva Learning at the highest level All died in a 49 day period What, what? Can you imagine the, the, the devastation You had hope And I was all lost a Akiva How do you not just give up And walk away And say I tried I did my thing I'm not saying I'm going to chuck it But I'm just going to go Learn just the best myself, The my, rest of my life For myself I can't I, that's it. You know, I can't What am I going to do Yet we know he traveled to the south and he met five new talmidim, and he built the world again from desolation the entire world because since we had the Torah therefore it was, you had something to hold on to your amuna had a keli to, to, to be connected with you could have a Muna outside of Torah. You can. But to to go through the to go through six ta- to go through all the years that we've gone through as a nation, through all of the Inquisitions and all of the devastations and all what the Romans did and the Greeks. You you need a you need an object. You need something to hold on to. That's really a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's the Torah Tosh. That's why Kodesh Baruch Hu gave it to us. Right? I mean and Yaakov didn't need it. They weren't given the Torah. They were higher, they didn't need it. But as when the came in and Khurish Brahu says, Klaus, you're gonna go on a long journey. It's gonna be a few thousand-year journey. You're going to need something to hold on to, which is stickle with the eagle. I'm not going to get into that now. They needed something. And that was the Torah. And maybe Kiva was connected to that. And therefore, he was able to start again. He was able to rise from the ashes. Now, after, after the Holocaust, the devastation. But we know. Rav Aaron Kotler came to America. Moshe Feinstein was here. The Satmarov was here. And they built the world again through yeshivas, through school systems. Because we're the people of the book. And if we have the book, we're going to make it. If we're we're educated, if we're learning Torah, if we're connected to that, we can make it. And Eretz Yisrael in its way. To rise from the ashes, it's of course a Muna. <laughs> that's the olive. But you need you need the Torah to concretize it, to internalize, it, to acquire it, to hold on to it, to give it a K-Leaf for that light. Because the light of a moon is too big by itself sometimes. It needs the Torah. I mean that's what he's singing in the song, right? The whole time Holocaust, Holocaust, rise from there. How do they do it? How do they do it how do they do it? And then he starts to mention we stood by a mountain as our nation, was founded because it, we were able to get up, build ourselves again from ashes, which don't usually grow anything because we had something from before, the Torah Dosha. We didn't need it replanting. <clears throat> we just needed to reconnect. Just to uh, call like the phoenix. Right? The phoenix was a, was, a, was a real thing. The measure the speaks about it. The Medjush by Noach, the Medjush by Chav, I think it was, that there was a burden for whatever reason, different reasons, that got eternal life. And every thousand years it burns up, and from its own ashes it comes up again. Nice. So, Klai so shows like that. This is how it's been. We've had a lot of difficult times, a lot of expulsions, destructions, and yet from the ash we come back. Vihi Shahamda, la'va of velano. Shalachar bulvad But what? A Kadrish Baruchu Hashem. He always saves us. Everybody knows the famous Torah Torah because I'm sure all your kids brought it home. Vihisha amda. Of course it's a Baruch Baruchu that gave us, stood us up, that Havtach that He gave us, that he, we're His nation. We'll be like stars in the sky, we'll be like the dust of the earth, or the dirt. Of course it's a Baruch Baruchu. But what's Vihi? Come on, what, what did your kid tell you? Vihi, Vav, Shisha Sejemishna, He is Chamushi Torah Yudas is Sardibris, but then the alpha. and I don't know what the Alphas, I assume it's I know Cheshan Vokacha Timuna. The Torah and the Munna together, Vihisha Amdalavasain. It was Tavka Torah and the Munna together, together, together that gave us that Chios. So tonight I had to go to Bar Mitzvah, Yitzhi Harvard's made a Bar Mitzvah tonight. And uh, I got there right when he was speaking. This is his son, Shemuel, the Bar Mitzvah boy. And sometimes it's difficult to listen. You know, the kids are young. They say long things. Not always good. They don't always know how to speak. But, and I hadn't prepared this yet. And I was, it was getting itchy because it was like 8 <laughs> 30, and it's time, is time crunch. And I was listening to what he was saying. And it was mamish. It ties right in. So I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a little bit of what he said at the end. So he brought, he made a seamless Masechus Makas. At the end of Marcus, then many you know, it's the mice with the Rekiva and the Tanayim, and they go, they see the Churm Beis And the Tanayim are crying, and Rekiva is laughing. Why are you laughing, Rekiva? Why are you crying, Tanayim? We're crying because of the Churm Beis How are you not crying? Well, I'm laughing because I saw. F- okay, and they were crying because the fox, right? Mm-hmm. The foxes were running through, and it was just like total devastation. I'm laughing because. Of the fox. What do you mean? Because we know there's two Nevuahs. One Nevuah said there's going to be desolation. There's going to be foxes running around. But the other Nevuah says there's going to be a rebuilding. There's going to be a Mashiach. There's going to be a the third base of Megdash. And we can't have the third base of Megdash until the second one is destroyed. That's why I'm laughing.
2: <clears throat>
0: so he asked... I have to ask uh, Yitzi where this exactly came from. Maybe it was Yitzi himself. Maybe it, was the kid. it could be from the kid himself because he was saying, I thought of this question, this answer... Why a fox? He went after the fox. Now the fox is in the posse, But why was that the animal chosen? Tell me if you've heard this before. was <laughs> Givalik. So there's another Gemara. Impsachum, that when Rabbi Kiva was living by the times of the Romans, and there were times where it was absolutely awesome oh, You're gonna die if you teach Torah. If you learn Torah, you teach Torah. So Rabbi Kiva was, didn't care, of course. He was teaching Torah. And there was a, I think a Tana came to him and said, Well, listen, Rikiva, what do you or I don't know who it was, actually. I don't know. I think it was, I think it was a yid. Papas ben Yehuda. Yehuda ben Papas something. Why are you teaching Torah? What are you doing? You're going you're gonna to die. So the says to the marshal that there was a fish in the river and they were swimming around. And the fox says, where are you guys going? Why are you so scared? Oh, well, because there's a the fisherman trying to catch us with nets. They're going to take us. They want to they fry us up. The fox says, oh, so co- come on the land with me and I'll protect you. So the fish say, ah, you tipeish, I thought you were supposed to be the wisest animal. Here, we have a chance of survival. We're in our habitat and they're trying to catch it, we have a chance. If we come out on land, we're probably going to die. So if should be Akiva. If I teach Torah, my habitat, maybe they'll catch me, maybe they won't catch me. But if I, if I stop learning, stop teaching, my mama's dead. Without the Torah, my mama's dead. So besides that, of course, it connects very heavily. But he said that the Shual, the fox, is like the Yet So I think this is what he meant. He explained a little bit, I think this is what he meant. When the fox came and was running around by the korban, it gives the impression that that's it. It's a chorban. Game over. Life's over. Right? The fox says, Give it up. Come on to dry land. Give up the Torah. It's over. And the Torah were crying because that's what it looked like. That's looking at. The Yate was showing that book. With your eyes, there's nothing left. Base of is destroyed. Khadrash Baruch said goodbye. Game over. You had a chance, first base of Megdush, you messed up. That was destroyed. Now you had a second chance with the second base on Megdush. Kiva, you had them, and then they were all destroyed. And then you had a second set of Talmidim And then they all died. Two two times, game over. The Eat the Shual, that tries to trick. And Kiva says, no. I'm not gonna let that fox trick me because the fox is really part of the Navua that shows that there's really going to be a rebuilding. There has to be a kindness. There has to be a destruction because that builds our kalem. So when, Ta- when Kivis Talmidim all died, it was the same Indian. So I'm not going to let the Shul all trick me. I'm going to start again. The five Talmidim. And from that, he brought back Mamash Kolesa. We should be zohle, we shouldn't have to go through tragedies, but, but when we do, when we hear about them or we have personal ups and downs to know, every single one is just building our kalem. Of Muna towards the Godless Amokham, emuna the Kodesh Baruch.
3: Shattered souls, anguish and grief. But then they started selling sugar cubes or anything they could find, making trades, taking chances and unproven skills. Each penny slowly earned, invested and saved, their form of revenge to rebuild. They rose from Our land, the darkness and striving for light, and millions perpetuated, nearly was lost, reawakened and bursting with life.
4: They rose from find-
3: There is no denying the crimes that took place. They were witnessed by millions, forever instilled in a narrative
2: that can't be released. and will pass this torch from father to son, and through the
1: of the song. Um, it starts with treats to us that like, growing businesses and after the war. But until now we'll I fully hear out the Torah part on the comp. I would transition to that. And it's like this innate thing that had brings back to the beginning yeah. um, Also one thing with the music that he does is that that's nice it. it's the last part about it's the toilet that keeps us you know just the ability to keep pushing on it's not going to changed up the music a little bit seen, uh, the songs. it's not going to be a song what? yeah it's he puts the music with the w- something about the CD, this CD whole called journeys thing where uh, I can it's called journeys it was such a, a good band, Jerry. It was such a message, of all the songs, and right? it's like certain. I'm gonna say it's a rip on our generation, or lessy, or less a lesson, a lesson our generation about what they, what's the top of, and what we really have. What makes happy and what are real things. And a lot of the songs you listen, majority of the songs on this track, Joe Jucum sings one. And a lot of them you completely dial it back to him like, getting real, people like. Sweet, cute song. Ah, no, I listen. listen to it. Listen to Ready. Oh, well, I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry.